How you doing, man? Yeah, you know, living the dream. So this is a bit of a different podcast. Uh, normally, they're informative, uh, educational, uh, you know, <laughs> something along those lines. Today is going to be probably lots of edits. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Things we, we said that we're not allowed to say. That's also true. Lots of laughs. Yeah. There might be a few interesting things. I'm sure there will be. There'll be a few. Be but a few. Uh, for the most part, I really just hope this goes off the rails as fastly. <laughs> fastly. See? Fastly. fastly. That's not a word. That's not even a word. <laughs> Quickly. Oh, man. As possible. So <laughs> we're off to a great start. Great start. Yeah. So Andrew Lucarino. How's it going? Otherwise known as Bucky. That's true. Not sure um, how that started, but it just became a thing. Which is funny, because when I met you, I thought you were so full of shit <laughs> that there was a story that I just wasn't allowed to hear, because I wasn't, like, you didn't know me well enough. Yeah. So I, like, was really, like, this is no bullshit either. This yeah, is the fact. Yeah. I was really looking forward to this story, <laughs> and there's no story. It's just some guy went, yo, Buck, and then it stuck. three it was years later. It was literally one game in the dressing room. I mean, it's a good nickname. It just has no relevance. Buck, probably... Bucky. I obviously thought there was something. Yeah, no. R- some ridiculous, horrible sexual encounter, which got you that name. I mean, because that, that would make sense, right? That would make sense. That's why I was so disappointed. Sure. When. Um... <laughs> that would make the most sense, but no. <laughs> like it, I I can't remember who did it. It might have been. It might have been Peps. And okay, so I think Pep, it was Peps. In so the, in Peppers. The Without, we're not going to say his name other than Peppers to yeah. maintain his anonymous identity. <laughs> but Peppers, I think, has one of the best nicknames of all oh, time. If you, know, if you know the story behind it. Oh, I'm going to tell the story. So this guy, well, I, I hope this, this is the story I was told. Yeah. So I hope this is actually right. So you tell me. But Peppers is a great guy. I haven't seen him in a long time. Probably should see him. He's a nice guy. He's a great kid. So at Burnaby North Hockey Academy, I believe he was grade eight. Not sure, but he it was before I got there, and he's only a year older than me, so grade eight, because mm-hmm. I would have been, been, when I came in, he was grade sense, nine. Right? So uh, one of the teachers, so Mr. Harkness, which I'm pretty sure is his name. I haven't said his name out loud in like five <laughs> years, and I'm pretty sure that was him. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Watts was the, the other one. And yeah, Hark- Harkness of Darkness. So that was him. <laughs> and apparently one of the guys on the team or on the academy on the bus basically spiked Andrew's, uh, well, his name's Andrew. Oh, well, Andrew's. Um, not me. <laughs> yeah, not this guy. It's okay. No, we won't say last names. Uh, Andrew's uh, sandwich with like hot peppers. Yeah. And then he ate it. And of course... You know, from what I remember, obviously I wasn't there for that either. But it was, uh, from what I remember, that was the the basis of the story. Yeah, and so he has the name nickname Peppers, and he goes by Peppers. Yeah, mostly Peps now. Peps now. Peps now. But uh, yeah, what a yeah. great that's a good nickname. And there's a good story. That's a good it. nickname, it was a and that's very funny. Circumstance that turned into a wicked story. Yeah. That classic is, is Three Stooges style prank. Life, right? You know, it's good. Yeah. So, so that's pretty funny. Yeah. See, we're already going on the tangents. Oh, I know. That's just how I don't I, even know how we started. No, me neither. <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh, man. <laughs> said, hey, how's it going? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're talking about nicknames. That's nicknames. Talking, Buck. How, there we go. Buck. It, All right. It, it started because that's what Full said, circle. Said Pep started the nickname. I have many nicknames 
none of them can be repeated uh, this on this is podcast. very true no we we don't discuss those those are not very we would barely discuss those in public <laughs> On, barely on. discuss them in private. Yeah, it's true. We just—it's just a code. <laughs> oh but. shit! So what's going on, man? Uh, you know, just uh, trying to survive in this environment we are living in now. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, it's uh, it's a bit rough and a bit stressful, and as I'm sure it is for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But uh, you just try to make do, and and uh, you know, it was kind of I got laid off from my main my main income, and mm-hmm. which was kind of ironic and funny because I got laid off right after I paid my deposits for my wedding. Right. So it's kind of like, it was kind of like, well, there we go. I'm jobless. And mm-hmm. now I owe yeah. $5,000. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, but uh, you know, it's just make light. So I'm doing a little bit of part-time work here and there and just trying to stay afloat while this is all going down. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's funny. So like with the, uh, how many have I, d- I think I've done four or five now podcast since i've been home so you know i got the make pretty good job actually for for a makeshift studio oh, yeah. it's no, pre- pretty decent but um and it's funny i'm like nah, no no corona talk nothing yeah. just no corona talk because it's like it's one of those things like i don't have the news on my phone sure that's the first time i've ever done that i don't listen to the only places i got my news from were bill maher and john oliver's hbo shows right and vice and throwing a bit of vice so that was kind of basically how I would get my news, but I can't watch Mar. I can't watch Oliver because, and and you know Vice. I don't even. I actually haven't even seen if Vice is even doing stuff right now, but you just can't. It's just so negative all the I time. Know. And I, social media is fucked too. I'll because, say that in the car you know, every so often too. I'm like, we'll listen to the news, and it's just the same thing yeah. over and over. Yeah, again. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta change it. Like, I can't. It's draining. Well, uh, you know, the problem is, it's also like it's not even so much that it's the negative; it's the false hope yeah so like yeah you'll see something like they'll come out and say oh no new cases today right don't say it <clears throat> yeah just say i just want to yeah. just be honest. literally like, that's what i want i, I just want one day one, yeah i want one day where we don't have to say anything if we have no cases don't say anything yeah just be like oh we're continuing from previous days or yesterday yeah. or, or whatever right like it's the problem is that when you start going into that like Oh, we have no new cases and no new deaths. Oh, we're bending the curve, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, now you're gonna start giving everyone like this false, again, this false hope, and mm-hmm. people are gonna start going outside and getting back in public. Yeah, I mean, look what happened with this this poultry factory. Yeah, that was Alberta, right? No, it was Vancouver. Oh, it was Vancouver. It was Vancouver. Oh, okay. It was, um, and uh, it was downtown. Okay. But regardless, yeah, yeah. it was, you know, one person tested positive and then mm-hmm. they did they went in and did a test and 29 people were tested positive and it could change like instantly right like it's uh, just keep the course don't yeah. don't start giving that false hope don't start saying oh we're, we're getting better until until it's better like mm-hmm. i don't know i think it's just gonna it's just gonna cause more issues and they're already talked about a second wave like yeah yeah and they've been talking about second wave since the beginning so it's like why like if we have a chance to like prevent that second wave from coming because we keep this social distancing up and we keep all this up what don't don't give people a reason to start getting back together and, and like unnecessarily yeah right i think it's one of those well and i'm worried too like if you if people go out right so after this wave they're like okay we're good man you know how hard and just mentally yeah just the the difficulty on getting people to be like fuck we got to do this again yeah. you know get back inside like oh man so well, the only yeah. hope to that is that you know if, if this if and or when this second wave comes 
we know kind of what we have to do. Yeah. It yeah, should yeah. be a relatively easier process. Hopefully. Unfortunately, unfortunately, if the second wave comes and it's more aggressive, which like most viruses are, yeah, it's going to kick a lot of people in the pants and wish mm-hmm. they'd taken more seriously the first time around. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it just means there may or may not be potentially more loss of life. Yeah. Which yeah. is obviously you'd never want to hear mm-hmm. of that, right? But it just, you know, the people that aren't taking it seriously right now, which there are still a lot of people. Yep. It's just going to impact them even even more come if and when that second wave comes, right? Yeah. No, I know. It's just a shit show. So. It just sucks that it all, like, it affects everything, right? Like, it affects us playing hockey. It yeah. affects well, and it's the world, things that the you don't, yeah, sports, it's right? like things it's, you don't think, and then it's like, ah, oh, shit, like, it's, you know, now, yeah, like, hockey even, it's like, oh. <clears throat> like, think of all the guys even who, and gals who, you know, that's all they do for physical activity. Like just off the basic kind of like, that's all they do. Or they just play soccer or whatever it is that they do, but they just do that one thing. And now that thing's gone. Most people don't have home gyms, you know, to kind of supplement that. Yeah. I mean, well, so it's tough. And I'll touch on this a little bit later too, but Mm. like there hasn't really been much and like, correct me if I'm wrong, but there hasn't really been much in the way of mental health regarding Oh, uh, I know. That's what I've been saying this whole time. COVID, right? like I'm like, are you fucking like, kidding me right now? Like, the, you know how... the people that rely oh, yeah. on that outgoing of sport or outgoing of going out or, or, or whatever case may be, like their, their quote-unquote happy place or mm-hmm. the, the, what keeps them sane. Like, hockey is my happy place. They, mm-hmm. It disconnects me from the rest of the world. Like, the, the toll that this is taking on on their mental health. Oh, yeah. And people who rely on that, right? Like, And like I said, we'll, we'll touch on that more when we get yeah, more, yeah, sure. further in. But it's more... No, it, I can I can see where it would be, where it could be detrimental there too, right? Like it's it's not it's not good from a, a whole like wide variety of yeah. of concepts. It's just unfortunately we're only focusing on certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I know, but fuck that yeah. for that shit. Yeah, <laughs> see the tangents, man. Yeah, the tangents. yeah. Well, you know, it's also tough too. Like you know, it's I'm actually pretty amazed that we've with the podcast i've actually been able not once was actually the last one it was brought up a little bit but it was <clears throat> around the topic more on how it was affecting the economy so it was like a little bit different right but um more on the the outskirts of it sure. not so much getting in there but yeah, yeah you know ah just because it's too negative sure. and everybody's talking about it you know you go any news outlet any podcast yeah. you know so all right know. well enough of that i got that Dr. Back to killing each other here. Bucky and Pepson. Bucky and Pepson. <laughs> Nicknames. Marcus and Fuck stuff it. we can't call them on air. <laughs> yeah. but. Uh, you know what's funny? I've, I've, to my knowledge, <laughs> oh, I've no. never had a nickname. Like, that's never well, I'm been. Sure a lot of people have called you to well, find your back. But that's but... what I mean. I'm like, I don't know. Like, just. Because, man, our hockey team, we got some good. Oh, there's no. some good ones. Like, there's. Well, yeah. Yeah, obviously we got Bucky and Peps for me and Peps. Yeah. <laughs> then we got we got Foreskin. Yeah, what, well, what? Foreskin, Jumbo Shrimp. <laughs> like he's got a few. Um, I don't, like what Charlie, which Charlie. again made well. There's oh, a story behind Charlie my too. My God, that was one of the best Charlie nights the, of my life. Charlie in the Secret Garden. <laughs> oh man, um, man, what else do we have? I'm trying to think. Well, we got... It's not really... A, it wasn't a nickname, but the Swayze Express. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. What a great time that oh, was. Oh, man. 
This is why yeah. I shouldn't visit you in England. Oh, so nice. Oh man, that was a, yeah. that was a great, great. Night. That was so much fun. Half price bottles of champagne. I walk up with four bottles. Hey guys. Brits are alcoholics, man. Oh man, you gotta keep it cheap for them. Seventy five bucks for four <laughs> bottles and a drink for my fiance. <laughs> Holy! I gave a guy a twenty-five dollar tip. Yeah, I was like, "You okay?" Thanks for giving me them bottles half off. Yeah, no kidding. So, that's good stuff. (laughs) Oh man! So I I asked you um, before the before we sat down, like you know, get some uh, topics going. Yeah. Talk about some stuff. So we got topics. I got topics. Oh man! (laughs) So. uh, So I don't know. We're just going to kind of talk. I mean, we know it. we're we're friends. Yeah. So we just kind of this podcast is more just to kind of have fun and sure. get some laughs yeah, and absolutely. kind of it's nice for me too to kind of they're very um mentally draining these podcasts. So yeah. if you don't show up, well, here's the thing. I show up prepared. Sure. Like it's just not like the traditional sense, you know? Like, yeah, I'm thinking I get my head right, sure. like I get, I go into a different mode where, you know, you kind of play a character almost, right? You know, the, the guy you're seeing now is more me than maybe I want people to be seeing. But for the most part, it's like you got that character. Yeah. So you, you're in that frame of mind. And like I was even saying the other day, like when the guest is talking, we roughly i have a rough idea on what they're going to talk about and what they do that's basically it i know what they do for a living yeah and i know some personal things about them that's it yeah and the personal things you eat for some of them not even so i'm walking in pretty much blind and for the most part when they're talking i don't know what i'm gonna say next until they stop talking and then it's like okay you got you got to say something to keep well that comes with things moving with your personality too right like it's yeah it's um I'm not a, prop- I don't like, I like off the cuff. Yeah. I like org- that and organic. For the people who don't know you and I, mm. this is how we are. Like, oh, this is way tamer is, than we are. This is way tamer. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> yeah. But this is, this is us. Like yeah. we just, when we start talking, it goes it, places. It just goes 19 different directions, but it always either a finds a way back home. Yeah. 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 Or we just are on the floor laughing because we can't that's always my gets so ridiculous that's always what i want to do i'm like i even said to you before we start i'm like my goal is just to kill just crush this is my comedy special just trying to crush that's my worry i'm like hey (laughs) don't let him kill me but it's gonna happen i know we're gonna get halfway through i'm just gonna get carried away it's gonna be over yeah Yeah. that's good stuff (laughs) um yeah so yeah obviously we discussed a few topics and Mm -hmm. and, um uh obviously we we play hockey together we're friends um yeah I have some involvement with coaching, um, which we'll talk about. Um, I've got a wedding upcoming early next year. Sorry, um, just watch the yeah, just the mic there. If you're too far forward, then it yeah. kind of misses. I have the the wedding yeah. coming up next year, um, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, but and, I'm sure uh, it'll be fun. Yeah, and just uh, a small clothing line that I've been working on over the last few years. Mm-hmm. So, um, Start with hockey? Yeah, let's go with hockey. I'll, I'll try to give you a, a setup here. Sure. So I actually really enjoy coaching. Yeah. Coaching's always been a lot of fun for me. I, I coached soccer, my brother's team, for many years. And then my brother actually quit soccer, and I continued to coach until, well, they were 18. So I would have been 21. 
So I, I, I did that a fair bit, really like that. And then I did um, the Hockey Academy. Right. So I did a fair bit of, um, just for one year, um, helping out on the ice with them. So yeah. it's a lot of fun. Coaching is interesting. Co- well, it's like teaching, right? It's, sure. That's what you're doing. So, but you coach younger guys, right? I was, yeah. Okay. So we, uh, my last year of coaching is I stopped. Uh, oh, okay. I stopped association or club coaching. Um, when did you stop that? I actually thought you were still doing it. No, I stopped that, uh, I want to say it was probably two years ago now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so I missed they, that memo. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I stopped just cause it was, I mean, obviously as you know, it's, it's a huge time commitment. Yeah. Um, and they're playing rep though, right? They're playing rep. Yeah. So they're, playing, so that's they're a... on the ice, three practices in a game. So, and sometimes two games a week. So you're, you're at the rink five days a week on top of a full-time job on yeah. top of, you know, the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so you really have to have the time to commit. And uh, unfortunately I, I just didn't have it and I didn't know how much time I was going to have going forward. So I, I stepped back and that's I mean, fair there, enough. There were, there were a couple of issues I had with with some parents, which is <laughs> that's always that's a, gonna be the case for, no matter what. For so. people who don't know, um, hockey parents are the worst people on the planet. Um, they are horrible people, yeah. and there's different types of them. <laughs> oh but yeah, they're bad. Like, they're they're bad. bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like you know, you got like stage moms, right? For their yep. And I'll, I don't know what the other ones are. That's the only other one. The hockey, well, the hockey parents, man, are. There's the, but they there's they the can be. Dad, there's. Oh yeah. There's the the stage mom. Little Johnny thinks that, or the the dad thinks yeah. little Johnny's going to the chell. Yeah, dad takes a third uh. mortgage on the house so he can <laughs> give him training because his kid's going anywhere, and then he makes an A four team because. Which he, you're not joking. That's not no, a I'm joke. I'm not joking. That no. I know people yeah. who have done that. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Like that's a real thing people do. Yeah. It's it's insanity. <laughs> but it's you know, Canadian hockey. It's people do what they want to yeah. do with it, right? And so be it. I mean, you, you see kind of the investment paid off in a guy like Connor Bedard. Yeah. Um, who just got drafted first overall in the dub draft and signed mm-hmm. the Pats. Like his family and they have afforded him the ability to grow his skill. Now he was yeah. naturally talented. He's he also yeah, of he's course. touted as the next McDavid. Like he's He's going to go places. How old is that kid? He's, he's a stud. Fifteen. Yeah, he's 15 a and he got stud. He got, yeah, he got exceptional status for dub. Yeah. So for people who aren't in the hockey world, that has that happened before? It's happened a few times. Okay. Not, there's not many. I think it's. I'd have to look. Literally, up again, like three or four though. Yeah. Like it's, it's, no, it's for for that to happen. Yeah. You have to be like stud doesn't even that doesn't even cover it. You have to be yeah. so insanely good. And and you know and he's a fucking unit too, isn't he? He's big, right? He's not super tall, but he's he's pretty built. Like the kid weighs more than me, I think. No, no, no. no Does he not? No. I thought he was like one eighty. No, he, I'm like um, motherfucker. <laughs> sorry, he's fourteen. I just looked it up. Holy yeah. shit, he's, he's fourteen. He's fourteen, and he got exceptional status to play in the dub. To play in the dub. And can you tell us what's the average age of the WHL? Uh, what is he now? It's starting age is sixteen. Oh, but even then, even that's... Even then, you're playing mostly 18, 19-year-olds. Yeah. Like, 18, 18-year-olds. He's 14. 14. Yeah. Crazy. But he's, like, there's a there's a three-on-three league that plays in North End. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The pro, it's a pro league. He plays with them in the pro league. Holy shit. And he stands out. Good for that kid, man. Like, so sick. his head is on a swivel. Yeah. Um, there's another kid and I won't mention his name just cause again, it was a bad, a bad hit and sure. it was clean, just bad, Yeah. but he got exceptional status last year Okay. and he got drafted and he got opened, open iced. 
yeah. and out cold. Like, see, hit, and, by, hit by a kid with, like, you know, welcome to the league, kid sort of thing, right? Well, like it's, yeah. And the thing is, it wasn't dirty, and I'll say this again, it was clean. It was, yeah, but it was just shoulder a, to chest, his boom. hand was just down, and he cut yeah. to the middle. And anybody who plays hockey knows you just. Well, you it's like that line A that. hit, right? Yeah. That, that big. That's the only time he's been knocked out, right? I think so, yeah. And, uh, yeah, because that was the first. Because on our group chat, I, someone maybe it was even you put uh, or someone else put the uh, the announcement for that kid going to the yeah. dub. And the first thing I said was, like, I'm just worried for this kid just from the size issue. Right. You know, because holy, because I mean, okay, I was a tiny 14 year old. I mean, <clears throat> good God. <laughs> so that's the thing I worry about is like kids. You know, the the older guys who see this hot shot kid coming in and. You know, they got a chip on their shoulder. They don't want some 14-year-old showing up sure, and, and lighten them up. So it's one of those things like they will go out of their way to smash you. Yeah. It's just kind of, you know, mind your P's and Q's, you know? Yeah, so I just did a quick look. Yeah. And so to this point, only five players in the Ontario Hockey League wow. have been granted exceptional status. And I could be wrong, and this is just a quick look. Yeah. And one in the Quebec Major Junior. <sighs> of those five, McDavid. Oh, Tavares. Oh, man. Aaron uh, Ekblad. Yeah. Um, and then two names you don't really hear anymore. Okay. But, but to, be, to be classified. Studs. Yeah. To be yeah. Like studs. Like Unreal. To be, to be put in that class with those guys. It's incredible. It, it's just a testament to what his what he can do on the ice. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Tangents. Yep. I love <clears> it. <throat> but yeah. But coaching. That yeah. Just, again, a good coaching shows that a good coach can take a kid pretty much anywhere, right? Oh, yeah. I mean... Prime example, look at John Tortorella. Yeah, I, mean, I love Torts, oh, man. Like his attitude is <laughs> intense, to say yeah. the least. Yeah, um, you know, liked by some, hated by others, liked yeah. by some players, hated by some players, and uh, keep going. But he, yeah, he, um, he gets results. I mean, look at look at Columbus this last couple of years, and look at uh, what he can bring to those players of that caliber, right? So his coaching can make a... And Columbus is a fun team, man. Columbus is a fun team. They're good. Fun young team, mm-hmm. for the most part. I was a little bit worried after Torts uh, came through Vancouver. I was a little bit worried. Like, oh, man, I think his career might kind of be done. But, man, he... Re- well, what did... Columbus went to the semis? How far did they get? Last place. Yeah, they went to the semis. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Which is pretty good. Yeah, of course. You know? And that's a different team for Torts, too. Absolutely. Having a bunch of young, hotshot kids like that. They just, a... they bought his system. Yeah. Right? Like, when he was in Vancouver, it was kind of, you had the mix of old school players yep. and some young kids. And, you know, the old guys weren't buying the system mm-hmm. um, from what we hear. Yeah. And, the, excuse me, the young kids were. Yeah. However, the young kids were third and fourth line. And mm-hmm. the older guys were. For a second line, mm-hmm. they were playing their style, and that's where the clash all was, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I know it's uh, good for him for for getting a, a new lease on his coaching life, so to speak, and and go, taking it to where it, he needed to. But yeah, like coaching, like, like it makes a it's styles, right? It's styles, absolutely. Like I know for me, like Karen, so she's gonna be coming on the podcast yeah, at some right. point in You're time. That. But uh, Karen's. Uh, power skating instructor and she's phenomenal but i really and there's not many women doing what she does no it's just it's i mean like pretty much every sport i would say you know it's male dominated sure um 
good, bad, or ugly, I don't know. I mean, whatever, right? It's, yeah. it's just one of those things. But Karen, I, I really, re- like with her, I just respond well mm-hmm. to that to that style of, you know, she she's not in your face, but she is in your face. Yeah. But she also, if she sees that you're working hard, she's going to be <clears throat> up your ass. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I respond to that. You know, so, but if, if, but if she sees that you're slacking around, she's just going to let you slack around. Yeah. Fuck you then. Yeah. You know? So I, I like that, you know, give and take. Sure. Absolutely. You know, and, and personalities too, right? I mean, I'm different than the next guy. So maybe having someone kind of in your face like that, you don't respond as well. You don't produce as, as well, but sure. yeah, it's all about styles. And then as a coach, even you know, you got what, 20 kids on a team? Yeah, give or take, yeah. So, like a, a nine and six, or yeah, and two goalies or one goalie, depending on the team. But, and you have to be <clears throat> your, your, your approach to each kid. I mean, hopefully, you're not, you know, it's just too draining to have to deal individually with 20 different kids stylistically. So, hopefully, you can kind of lump the kids into like three, four groups. Yeah. And then attach your style to those kids so that you can get the best output. Yeah. Or at least assign them. like, like if, if I'm a head coach, let's say at least assign your two assistants, your one assistant yeah. to a different group, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you're, you're, my assistant coach has this personality. He'd fit in well with this group right. of kids. I will work well with this group of kids and then so on, so on. Right. So yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's not as simple as people think it could be. Like mm-hmm. it's, there's a lot of head game and mind games and strategizing and, it's not a, it's not a, uh, it's not where you just, you know, you go to the, the, the coach's clinic, you, you get your handbook on running plays and you go and teach these plays. No, you gotta, you gotta cater to the kids, man. Like it's, it's, it's one of the things that was emotionally, mentally draining for me. It was oh, yeah. like, it's rewarding. Don't get me wrong. When you see the progression, mm-hmm. it's just when you're as busy as someone could be to have to sit down each night and do a practice plan. Again, that's one thing people don't realize. Yeah. yeah. You have to plan your practices. Cause in some cases, like when I was coaching, you, like I was an assistant coach. Uh, my last coaching one was I had to give my coaching plans to my head coach for each practice. And we're on the ice three days a week for practice and then one or two games, like I said. So not only do I have to strategize my practice plans when I take, let's say, as I was working with the D in the last year, um, I had to strategize my entire hour and a half work, uh, coaching workout each night. So it's not only now that I do a, a, a nine to five, I had maybe my own hockey game. Then yeah. I still had to go home at 11 o'clock at night and do a coaching strategy for 6 a.m. the next morning. Like it's, it's not, it's mentally exhausting. And if you're, some people are for it and they can handle it and some people can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm getting to a point in my life where I'm just getting busy. Well, you and, I didn't, prioritize. I didn't, and I didn't want to take away from the kids. That was yeah. the biggest thing for me is I was like, as much as I love doing what I did, I, I just couldn't, I was, I was sacrificing at their expense mm-hmm. and I, I didn't want to do that. So I had to unfortunately take a step back and, and kind of reassess things. But uh, eventually, hopefully, you know, when I have kids or w- whenever, um, we'll get back into it and I'll get coaching again. And, and I mean, I'm still, I still get asked here and there for private lessons. And, right. Because I do a lot of work with goalies, as you know. Yeah, yeah. And that's my, that's good. That's my main thing. And, I mean, I've got a couple of kids that I, that I still keep in contact with over the years that I've coached. And they've always said, hey, can you come out with me? Or if we get ice, can you come out? Or uh, and stuff like that. So that's always good. I've got the connections if, and when I need them. Um, and it's, uh, it, I definitely miss it though. There, there's no, there's no doubt. I mean, it's working with kids and seeing the progression and, and getting, getting them to that next spot in their career. It's, it's one of probably the most rewarding 
rewarding things I've I've ever done. And you know, the thing I really appreciate too, coaches who don't have kids on the team. Oh yeah. I love mm. that. I really do. Because yeah. man, like talk about contributing. Sure. You know what I mean? I just because you know, if you have a kid on the team, you got a you got a bit of a vested interest. Sure. You know, which is fine. Like that like my my dad coached me. This is my dad coached me and my brother, my younger brother, and helped my my older brother only played soccer. I was playing <clears throat> hockey soccer up until I was eighteen, and then or actually, you know, I guess about twenty actually. And then my little brother was just soccer. But my dad would literally he coached every all three of us. Wow. Like so, you know, talk about the time. So Looking back, well, I appreciated it then, but sure. looking back, <clears throat> well, even older, more right? so, it's like, pff, I'm like, I don't think I could do that. Like, you did it. I, I don't know how you did it, literally. I don't even know how you had the energy and the, you know, determination yeah. to keep doing it. Well, it's like, but, even me, like, I, you know, I grew up playing soccer, too. Yeah. Soccer was my first sport. Mm -hmm. Hockey came later in life for me. That's usually how it is, I think. Yeah, and yeah. soccer, like, I was, I was playing high-level soccer most of my life, and... And I look back at it now and I'm like, man, like, yeah, the time commitment, like, you don't realize, you don't realize it. Like my, the amount of time my parents spent driving me to practices yep. like, two or three times a week, driving me to games in Squamish. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which is a city for people who city, are like, what yeah. did he just it's say? Like, Squamish is a city. It was like in 45 minutes, <laughs> Yeah, not 45 minute drive each way, give yeah. or take, like maybe a bit more, but thumbs it's up. <laughs> yeah, thumbs up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> People um, on the audio are like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For those who don't know, my fiance is sitting in the background, basically mocking me the entire yes. time. So We're social distancing too yeah, before you fucks freak out. There are at least six feet between all of us. Yes. God. So, that people. is the point. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah, people. Um, but yeah, you, just, you definitely don't realize the, uh, the significance of time yeah. spent when you're a kid until later on in life. And you're like, oh. Okay, now I see what they had to sacrifice. Yeah. So and you know, same with like a teacher. Like I think everybody has at least one or two teachers from wherever, elementary or high school or university, or and or one or two coaches who they just remember sure. as being so influential. Oh, absolutely. On their lives and uh, like again, that's where it comes. So like especially for someone who just coaches for the sake of coaching because they enjoy it. They want to give back to the community a bit. It's fantastic because you, you get to actually make a difference. Yeah. And not just like you pointed out their careers, yeah. obviously, which is important, but just life. You know, it's <clears throat> it's nice to be able, well, the idea, right, is yeah. that hopefully you make an impact on well, that's, at yeah. least one kid. And that's like, you know, that's the most rewarding thing about coaching. Yeah, absolutely. Like, People think, oh, you get paid for coaching. Well, I'm like in soccer, I never got paid for coaching. Oh well, yeah, for the most part, you don't. And oh, and the only and time, if you do, and if you do, it's <laughs> like when I coached my last my last gig, um, I was an assistant coach, like I said, and we, I was in a private association, mm -hmm. and my season paycheck was fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, which is like what? It's like it's five, five cents an hour. Yeah, it's, I think it was seventeen cents <laughs> like, an hour. Literally, though. yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I think I did the math on it. I think it was like mm -hmm. seventeen cents an hour. So like, if you for it's for nothing. people who coach, it's truly for the passion of coaching. Yeah. Like, and giving very back, altruistic. Yeah. I mean, like, there are a lot of public associations that there's a lot of volunteer coaches. Again, it's the same thing. They're not getting paid. 
Mm-hmm. That's a common misconception. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they do it because they want to do it. And there are some dads that get roped into it. And, yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's always, there's that, always though. like, you're getting yeah. that, you're getting that right. Like, there's, yeah. there's no doubt, but the, like, the hardcore coaches are ones that do it for the love of the game, the love of teaching mm-hmm. and the love of passing on knowledge that they may have. And, and I, I think that goes a long way. So actually I got, I, I just remembered something kind of interesting. We'll go on a tangent here. Sure. But one thing I remembered, so when I was at a private club, the well, I mean, the winter club, I don't yeah, know why I'm club. censoring yeah. all this yeah. stuff, the winter club, yeah. uh, <laughs> when I was a lemonhead, um, <laughs> <laughs> that actually makes sense. So many people are going to be so confused by this podcast, man. Oh, fuck. Oh. We'll do our best. We'll do our best. But yellow helmets. So we were known oh. as the lemonheads yeah. or the banana heads or dickheads yeah, you know the, you <laughs> the usual stuff there were a few different ones, yeah. yeah and i was a, i was pretty young i was maybe 10 11 and i was trying out for the a1 or a2 team something like that i wasn't good enough would it, have been your your adam or your peewee or maybe adam because if you're well 9 10 would be adam so if yeah you're 10, it's probably about probably adam. 10, 9, 10 11 you're probably adam second year yeah and so during the tryout, so sorry, before we walked on the ice, the coaches came in and I remember that it was a dad and I think he had one or two sons who they, they coached together. So that was the, the coaching staff. I think, yeah, you, yeah. Based on your look, you know who I'm talking about. And I thought it was so weird. So the dad was, it's tough to say cause I was a little kid, but the dad was, I would say North of 50 and his sons were twenty, late twenties to thirties, so adults. Like sure. we're not talking like teenage kids like me being yeah. an assistant coach. We're talking, and this is also this club is prestige. It's a very top level yeah, club for sure. So they got a <clears throat> reputation, a good a good reputation. And when they walked in the room, so we're nine, ten years old, maybe eleven, maybe first year peewee, right? And I swear, every word out of their mouth was pardon the, pardon my French here, but fag, faggot, fuck, like we're talking, you know. And and back then, so this is the tangent kind of thing. Yeah, I thought it was so unusual, and I've never experienced this other than with those guys. And then I experienced it one other time at the same club, about. Four or five years later, it was about 14, 15. And seriously, every other word was fag and faggot, which I thought was really unusual. And I thought it was just so weird because right away, that struck me. I didn't like that. Sure. It made, it was so aggressive. And the thing that I thought was always so weird was that, and I mean, looking back is when you can figure it out, but the the aggressive sexualized language with preteen kids yeah like looking back i don't know what that was all about i just thought that was so strange well it's funny you say that too. to be doing that it's funny you say that too because i'm a few years older than you yeah and more than a few but that's yeah, let's settle, <laughs> settle down okay settle down um no it's funny you say that though because while you were 9 10 11 let's just say yeah. experiencing that that was the thing. That was what you said in high school. Because I was in high school at that yeah, point. That was where I'm glad you brought that yeah, up. Yeah. That was, you just called, you just called people that. Yeah. No, you're such a fag. 
Yeah. Like you just, you just did. It mm-hmm. was what you said. And it, it was, I don't think at that point it wasn't anything extremely derogatory meant. I think it was just at that point, it was just the cool thing to say, quote yeah. unquote, right? Like it was now, obviously you look back and you're like, Oh man, like that was, <laughs> that's bad. Yeah. Like, and obviously now in society, we see it as, as bad, but yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because it's, as soon as you started talking about that, it yeah. was like, Oh man, that just brings back all high school. Well, and the other, and you know, it's funny. The other word I forgot, which now that you said it, I'm remembering, I really don't like this word. But pussy was the other one. Yeah. That one was thrown around like it was. You, yeah. you would hear that five hundred times in the dressing room. Yeah. B- between the players too, yeah. like not like yeah, the yeah. coaches. That was more. That word was more between the players. Yeah. Not you wouldn't really hear that from the coaching down. Yeah. But man, like just that really aggressive, sexualized. uh, vernacular was just so weird i never understood that and when i coached um i tried not to swear when i when i'm a player i like even now doing this podcast like i swear like a trucker like every other word is fuck right so it's i'm trying my best i'm probably not doing a very good job (laughs) we didn't set a limit for your swear words no i i normally have a three uh f-bomb limit so i think i exceeded that in the first minute (sighs) apologies but uh but yeah that those the three those three words man just like it was going out of style and my hypothesis when i was uh so when we were older so 13 14 15 my theory with that was that the players so the teammates because you're going through that puberty stuff. Sure. I just kind of think that was more, they were trying to come across as being, I don't know, macho or grown yeah. up. Like, I don't really know. Like, no, I'm not gay. Like, but it's like, what, why, what do you, why even bring that up? Like, it was just so strange. So I feel like that was more teenage kids trying to figure out, <clears throat> hormonal shit sure yeah. <laughs> which doesn't make it acceptable no at not all not by and i means. never it really bothered me that always really i just didn't understand it just seemed so unnecessary you know sure but it was just so straight so as a coach i'm wondering yeah well, I think... a what did you how bad are you when it comes to your own language and just observing the I kids think... what what do you see i think uh, or really... here rather yeah here I think it really depends on the age. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't think when, I'm, when I was doing a lot of goalie camps and, and coaching goalies through, through my friend's goalie camp when, when he lived here, um, you know, we had our, our main elite camp. We'd have anywhere from, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Yeah. Um, when we did the, the quote unquote beginners camp or like the, the novice camp, it was anywhere from like eight, nine to 16. Right. So you really had to be careful what you said mm-hmm. because the 15, 16, even the 14 and 13 year olds, they knew what swearing was. They knew what yeah. slang words were. They, they would hear it from either their parents or, or a friends or school or hockey dressing rooms or whatever. Right. And, and so be it TV, whatever. Right. Yep. Um, but you, you know, you didn't want to be that influential. You don't want to be that guy. No. So yeah. like when we got into smaller groups and I had, like a, a 14 and 15 and 16 year old in the group, I could loosen up my language a little bit. Now, nothing derogatory. Yeah. You're not calling like, ah, you fuck head no, or whatever. Yeah, no, 
I swear at a situation yeah. to get a point across because yeah. they knew what they knew the the kind of the other I don't want to say the respect I was demanding, but they they knew the situation called for oh and you can't something. underestimate the power of a solid f-bomb no when you're trying to make a point and, too and, and to well-placed one oof yeah that's and, yeah and, <laughs> it's true though it's true I it know. is true it's so true it is true so yeah and i mean just to further that point yeah i never swore at the kids big difference that's there's a big difference big between difference. swearing and swearing at them yeah i never directed it to them yeah i did it to get attention yep so to, as a group as a whole or just in general. It wasn't, and it wasn't ever a frustration swear. Like, it wasn't ever like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, it was never anything like that. It was like, fuck, get your guys' shit together and do this properly because I know you can. That's when they were slacking off. Motivational. Motivational. It was right? a, it was a, yeah. cut, again, you want to cut through the air a you, bit, be like, mm, yeah, get that oomph you across. You also have to you know? know your audience, right? Like, yeah. You know these kids swear in the dressing room and they swear because they think it's cool. Mostly. Mostly, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, when I would do it in a generalization, it's more of a, you know, I guess I get your shit together and it's just a whole different meaning. Like I, I just try not to go that route if I don't have to. Um, and there's certain kids that'll, the 16, I've had a couple of 18 year olds I've worked with and 17 year olds. Like those guys were like, we'll, we'll shoot the shit after. Oh, you can open swear. up with them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of <laughs> like, you just have to know your audience. Yeah. And when it comes to that kind of stuff. Right. And like, I mean, that's the, honestly, that's the one thing I miss is being able to relate to kids like that because like, I don't need to swear to get points across. No. Like, and, and if you have to, then you need to readjust what you're doing because sure. you, you really, if you think you have to assert the dominance, yeah, get like, over yourself, You have to man. assert a certain level of dominance because you're the teacher, they're the student. Mm-hmm. You have to, but there's significantly better ways of doing that. Yeah. Like there's uh, just the amount of emotional abuse you see. Yep mental abuse oh yeah um in sport like again as we start talking about the clothing line i'll get Mm -hmm. more involved with that no problem but it's there's just certain ways of doing things and that's part of the reason why uh, to be honest that's part of the reason where i got away from coaching too is because like i'd work with or somebody and they were that type of personality and i'm like well i gotta do the whole year with you so i don't i don't don't want to i don't want to do this i'm gonna coach i'm gonna go back to privates and and stay that way and and work with kids that I know and I like and their family knows that I, uh, they won't like I can say whatever I want I can do whatever I want uh, they trust me um, and I'm very very selective of who I take in privates now um, unless it's someone who becomes highly referred but it's uh, it's just yeah it's just sad to see like the use of that kind of profanity and that language in a negative way yeah like, to put kids down to, and to like, put your players and down. i'm not like, i'm not saying that there's a, a positive way at swearing at people um because let's be i mean it's it's still rude and it's still yeah it's not uh, very nice if you're joking if you and i are joking and we drop a couple bombs it's like well we're yeah. just joking around yeah like, yeah we know our situation we know our dynamic and it's in private yeah exactly. it's, it's yeah, not the biggest thing the biggest is thing that is it's, it's in, in private, private. and yeah. it's situationally based and we're joking the problem with it now is an outside party if you're somewhere can hear you and take it the complete opposite way and that causes a whole different group of problems so yeah I don't, I don't think it's acceptable i don't think it was acceptable back then i don't think it's acceptable now um you know i think there's a certain level where you can get away with like i said that um that swear at the general population and to get a point across but not directing it to them and it's, yeah. it's the, the the people who can find that balance 
are what become of great coaches. Because mm-hmm. you know Tortorella's swearing at the oh, left, and he, right, and he center. swears at the media. Yeah. He's phenomenal. So, but <laughs> he's, he's never. Great. But it's never. It's never directed. To yeah, an individual. that's right. He's never saying you're an F in this or no. like, it's just, you know, it's a, ge- it's yeah. a generalization. Yeah. So, and that's what makes him torts, torts, right? So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, if you can, it's, if you can find that, that balance, I think, uh, there's a time and a place. Yeah. Like everything, right? Yeah. It's funny. Like I haven't thought about that in so long, but just as you were talking, I was just kind of like mulling it over in my head yeah. a bit. Yeah. So strange to me. And it was so strange because they were young guys too, the coaches. Like they they were men. They weren't teenage kids. They weren't super old, but they were adult men. I just thought, man, like what? Like like you're literally calling a little, like you're calling a 10-year-old an effing fag. Like what? Like where did that come? Like it's just so, and the best part of it was, and so I went and told my parents right away. I'm like, I don't want to be, and I wasn't doing it to get them in trouble. I didn't care. I just said, I don't like them. And this is why. And I don't want to be a part of that shit. Um, I wasn't good enough to make the team anyway. So <laughs> it all worked out. <laughs> but I don't know. It, it just, yeah, I, I don't know what that is. I, I mean, I suppose for them, I would imagine that. That's a type of complex, I think. Yeah, a complex. And, and that's all they know is just to, but even then, that's a cop out. Cause it's like really, the only way you know how to coach is to call your your players, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Like really? Yeah, I think. Well, even I think it's just they don't know when to flip the switch. Yeah. To turn off guy talk to kid talk, right? That's a huge thing too. Um, it's knowing again, knowing your knowing audience, your audience, knowing audience yeah. right? So I was an assistant coach on this team, and unfortunately the personalities it wasn't a it was just kind of you just had a bad not that the kids were bad but them together yeah was kind of bad because it, it's personalities is how they influence each other and so it wasn't the best environment to be fair sure um but man this kid would so he, he would yeah 17 and i would have been 21 so or 20 20 21 and this kid would like swear at me flip me off to my face like all the and be aggressive and every once in a while like for the most part i would be able because practices a lot of the time it would be just me right maybe well not a lot maybe a third of the time sure a fair number but it would just be me and most of the time i could keep this kid like he would challenge me and i'd just be like you know yeah come back and I'm sure I didn't handle that correctly. I, because my answer would be, okay, you're gonna go to ten. Okay, I'm going to fifteen. But yeah, that's kind of when I stopped because then after a while it just became having to deal with this kid, and that's all it was. And and the players, like he, it's not like he was just mean to me. He was a horrible kid to everybody. Sure. So as we like to refer to them, cancers. That's a cancer on yeah. your team. Yeah, and it's not mentioned a bad way for no, people. No, that listening. is the term. <laughs> that is the term <laughs> that is used term. in the hockey community is that they are a, like a cancer to the dressing room, a yep. cancer to the association, to take it to a big scale. But yeah, that is that is not a, a made-up term. But it's an accurate one. Yeah. And I kind of like the, the harshness of it too because I think it's accurate. And I also think it forces you to not throw it around lightly. Yeah. You know, like it's pretty rare. Well, I don't want to say rare, but... You, you'll usually you only get one of them 
is yeah. usually only one. Yeah. And after you get rid of that one, it's usually a while before you come across another one. So yeah. it's not like it's just all these just awful kids running around. No. And, but, you know, the other thing, too, like, obviously, I'm older and I got a bit more perspective, hopefully. You know, the, the kid's dad was a horrible guy. And so I'm sure there was... I don't know if there was abuse, but certainly this kid, you know, underlying issues, right? This kid felt not good about himself and, you know, his home life sucked. I mean, as a coach, you just do what you can. Yeah. You know, I don't know. And just, you just try to deal with, just deal with those kids. Right. Yeah. But yeah, still fun. I still had a lot. I had a lot of fun doing it. Oh, for sure. And you learn a lot. And from the bad stuff, you learn a lot too. Absolutely. You know, that's what you take. That's what you take from it. And hockey's a different animal, too, yeah. than soccer. I've never really coached hockey, so I, I wouldn't really know what that's like. But hockey's fun, you know. My producer's going to have a sneeze Bunch attack. Of blow a gasket over. And it's funny because she's only going to walk like five feet away and think she's out of oh, yeah. earshot. Well, and then hey, turn left at the wall. <laughs> Into the wall. Into the wall. Into the wall. Oh, man. So funny. What else did we have about coaching? Do we have anything else? No, we just kind of said we'd talk about it in generic. But so, what do you got? So we got coaching. We got coaching. We had hockey in general. Hockey. Uh, we were... What do you got for hockey in general? Hockey in general. I like hockey. Yeah. How about you, Andrew? I love it. Good. What else you got? <laughs> <laughs> Next topic. Perfect. <laughs> um, what? T- <laughs> that was good. Uh, no, it's. Um, I guess it's just hockey. We were just more. Like what, like what, like what drew you to hockey? Like what was it? Well, I had an, I have a very interesting to me, hockey life. (laughs) (laughs) To to you. (laughs) To me. I was, I didn't, um, I tried, my parents got me into skating, uh, at about young, I don't know when, three something. And I'm such a stubborn little shit and I didn't want to do it. And mostly because I would fall and hurt myself and I'd get sad and rather than bucking up, I would be a a little bitch about it and and sulk. And I literally would sit, this is a Kensington ice rink. Yeah. I would, there's home video. I I saw a home (laughs) video of this. No bullshit. I felt sad. I felt so bad. I'm like, God, I really did that. I'm like, what a little (laughs) ass. And I would, I mean, although I do admire my stubbornness too. And I would sit at the center dot for an hour. <laughs> Just not move. Not move, man. For an hour. Oh, man. For real. And so. No, I believe it. Yeah. And video evidence. And so anyway, I didn't take to it. I know, my I got the creaky oh, chair. Like, I'm sorry. I try. It's weird. Hopefully the mics don't pick it, it up. But her creeping, <laughs> creeping in the background. <laughs> Trying to sneak. <laughs> I gotta produce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> and uh, and I didn't. Uh, I wanted to start playing hockey again at a six or seven right. because all my friends played. Sure. And so I wanted to play with them. What I didn't understand was that well they've been playing since they were two <laughs> or three when I should have been. So you ain't going to be playing with them. You're yeah. going to play, but you're going to have to work there. your way up. Yeah. And so whatever. And, and it was a bit of an uphill battle, but um, Keith Harris, uh, I don't know if you know him. I don't. He taught Joe Sackick how to skate. Oh, okay. And I honestly don't know if he's alive still. He's a very, very old guy. I hope he is alive because he was like the nicest 
man ever and a great coach and just really great working with kids. And, and he worked, um, so he was affiliated with the Winter Club. Right. And just a kind, just amazing, amazing individual. And I hope he's still alive. But he would, he would be 90s. He'd be old. He'd be up there. He'd be very old. And then I met Karen um, shortly after that as well through the Winter Club and then through the Burnaby North Hockey Academy. Right. And so I got involved with that and was not a very good hockey player really until 16, 17. So I was a very late bloomer. Sure. And I mean, I would be lying if I said that I didn't, that we thought about, okay, like, do you want to have a hockey career? Because I think I was good enough. I right. mean, whether whether you would end up making it or not is a whole other story. But I think I had the skills and I definitely had the work ethic to, sure. okay, are we going to do this? Yes, then I think I could have had a pretty good hockey career. Um, even now, like I still skate with Karen and, and all the junior guys, which is really funny because I'm a beer leaguer, <laughs> you know, and I'm skate with like actual, like these guys are semi-pro, you yeah. know. So that's kind of fun. I get to kind of live vicariously through them. And it's fun just to, it's just fun to go out there with some good guys. But. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, and I just a bit of a late bloomer and, and um, kind of decided that, well, more, my parents pushed me like, no, you're going to, you're going to go to school. And you're sure. going to, you're going to have a career, um, which I think is a good move because absolutely. with, like we were talking earlier with head injuries and the knowledge that we have now about just CTE and all this shit, I can have a much longer, happier career, healthier career as a lawyer than as a hockey player. Sure. So we kind of made that move. And even when I uh, got accepted into university in England, they had a semi-pro team out there. That's so right. I actually skated with the team. I got a try. I, I put a videotape together and, um, sent it over they let me come out and skated with them and went well and at the end of it they basically just said here's the thing we're getting promoted to the next league so the higher up league yeah. the league we're in now is folding there's just no money in it so we're one of the top teams so we're getting promoted to this um league but the visa requirements you're you're just not eligible because you need a specific sports uh visa to right. play you have a student visa you you just and, they, and i don't know if they would have taken me if I, yeah yeah but it certainly in the lower league no problem would have made it no problem uh because it's not very good man yeah but uh and even their top league that they're in now eh. i'm pretty sure i could i'm pretty yeah. sure i could do pretty well with them but yeah whatever hindsight you also sure. pump yourself up too right so um and then that's kind of it. And I play beer league with you yep. on, on, I played on a few teams. So yours is one of them. Yep. DX fun, fun group, great group of guys oh, yeah. and gal and gal. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So hockey's kind of, I've always had a bit of a love hate relation. I love hockey. Hockey doesn't like me. Yeah. And I, I've, and even like I skipped over a bunch of years just cause it's not important, but sure. yeah, just, Every time it feels like I could maybe make something of it, it was just the situation was like, mm, no, nah, get out of here, buddy. Yeah. But I love the game. Yeah. Long sure. story short, you asked me one question. I talked for 17 minutes. Story, Perfect. Story of our lives. But. 
yeah, that that's kind of my story with hockey. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's fun. And I like to challenge myself, you know, like w- with Karen. Yeah. There's no reason for me to be skating with these guys because they're at, and they're younger, like they're 18 ish mm-hmm. to 20, 20, 20. Yeah, uh, probably 20. Yeah. And so I'm like the old guy with the DX gloves, you know, showing up and and but, you know, but I like to I work hard. It's just a challenge. Every yeah. time I go out with Karen in my head, I'm going, I'm going to be the best player on the ice today. Yeah. Now, am I? Hell no. But, but it's, that's it's the mindset. Self, it's that self-motivation. Right? And you know what? And it's kind of fun to be when you're racing, when you do the race drills, yeah. and you're up against a guy who's in junior A, yeah. and he's looking at me like, ah, this guy, and I'm looking at him like, oh, I'm going to whoop your ass right now. <laughs> and, somet- and sometimes I win, yeah. and most of the time I don't. But even if I don't, I'm still hustling. Because, yeah. you know, it's the mindset. Sure. I think it's the mindset. You know, sure. you, you have to push yourself. Absolutely. You know, so I like to think I, I take that. I think it's a good, but that's a very recent thing for me, though. That's only like the last year or two, where as before, I would be the guy who would be, I'm going to go to the back of the line. I'm uh, If I see, if I'm racing a really good guy, I'm going to go get a drink of water or something because I, I feel like insecure. Yeah. And so I would really just not push myself. That's a very negative. I had a very negative outlook. Right. But I think I'm just a little more secure now. And it's just like, no, like I might beat you, but I'm going to work harder than you at the very least. Yeah. You know, I'm going to work harder than you. And, and if anything, I kind of hope then this might be a little bit egotistical to say, but I kind of hope that these guys see me who has no reason to be there really right i'm a beer leaguer i got no reason to be there other than i just enjoy it and i like the (laughs) exercise and i just like being on the ice and they're fun guys it's fun to be around yeah you know maybe they look at me and go oh you know what this guy's bringing it i'm gonna bring it too or or if they're not already bringing it maybe they'll just go ah you know just give it that little extra mustard on it you know for sure so i kind of hope that's try to have a positive effect on people yeah, i don't know absolutely i try yeah but that's my hockey life it goes a long way <laughs> well, <it laughs> that's a... the story of my hockey life <laughs> but, i was uh, funny, yeah. mine's pretty similar except the fact that like when i was young my parents tried to get my dad used to try to get me skating just for I the guess, sake of for, skating for sake of skating and you know here's a throwback my dad had leather skates oh yeah they're hanging in my basement still some yager style oh, please tell were, me they were white they're brown <laughs> white leather they are brown oh god brown. you can make some shoes out of them now you, maybe honestly you probably could but yeah no so it's uh i was introduced to it very young skating mm-hmm. uh, and apparently i i hated it okay so before you get going let me ask you did you grow up in in uh, here burnaby yes, you did in burnaby okay yeah. There you go. Yeah. I didn't know that. I wasn't yeah. sure about you. Yeah, yeah. So you grew so, up here. Yep. And just like a good Canadian trying to get you skating at yeah, least. Yeah, skating. Yeah. Just skating. Now, how old would this have been? Like about three? It's probably a bit later than that. It's probably like okay. four, five, or six. I have oh, to ask. Oh, okay. So I, that's a bit later. I can't remember now. I don't know. I know I've been told. Honestly, I can't remember. Yeah. Um. And uh, I hated it. Yeah, first, funny, eh? At first. And... I'm, I'm sure I did something similar to you. Yeah, yeah, just park your park, ass park. on the center dot, yeah. <laughs> flip everybody off. <laughs> and um, I think at one point I was given the option of either hockey or soccer, and I think this, oh, was, okay, this was around I think ten. Okay, um, yeah. I, didn't, I hadn't played hockey, 
but I, I loved hockey. Like yeah. I watched hockey religiously. I, I talked hockey. I played street hockey. I, I was playing hockey. And I was, I was given the option and I said, no. And, um, I went on to continue to play high level soccer, uh, until I, until I was 21. Um, and then hockey really took off for me when I was like 18, 19. Oh, so you're, um, I'm such you are a, I'm real a real late bloomer and yeah. I had no minor. I did not play minor. I can't out of here. No, I never, really? play, never played a minute of minor. That's honestly an uh, accomplishment. Yeah. And how do I you just, do that? I just surrounded myself with guys that pl- pl- played. I, wow. when I first started skating, I just, I taught myself. I, so why didn't you play minor though? This is crazy. I, I didn't know didn't, this. I had no interest in hockey because I was playing really? so much high level soccer. Wow. Um, okay. And I would play, I played, I played a little bit of inline hockey, so I knew how to skate to a degree. Yeah. Um, and I played ball hockey uh, with like with Ravi. And this um, is as a player, as not a player, as a goalie. As a player. Okay. I played a bit of, inline. I definitely played as a as a player. Uh, okay. Ball. I changed between player and goal. That's ball hockey. Uh, like street hockey, though. I grew up playing in net. Oh, okay. So, so that you that you had that there base. was still that connection there. Okay. And as for people who don't know, I am a goalie. Yeah. Um, I still play both, but I predominantly play in that. Yeah. And yeah, in 18, 18, 19, I was working at uh, Sportcheck. Yeah. And the guys there were like, man, we should create an ice hockey team. Oh, there was, you go. I was playing inline from like 17, 18, and 19. And like, it was this this terrible beginner's team. Um, awesome. But it was fun. It was a good group of guys. And and they're like, we, do you want to, we need a goalie. Do you want to play in net? And at that point, I had never played on ice in net. And where where is this? Where are you playing out of? Uh, we were playing... Uh, eight rinks? Or? Yeah, we were playing ice 604 eight rinks. Okay. Yep. So back in the early days. Yeah. And Scotia Barn. <laughs> Scotia Barn. But, so yeah, for people who don't know, oh. there's a, a, a ice facility called eight rinks. And as the name would suggest, it has eight rinks in it. Kind of. They got a figure skating rink, a f- uh, so- football pitch. Oh, yeah. God, the Brits are rubbing off on me. A football <laughs> pitch and then six ice rinks yeah. in this Facility. building. Yeah. And they recently changed the name to the Scotia Barn. <laughs> At the Scotia Barn. Yeah. yeah. So Ice 604. Yeah. Okay. So I started playing there. Um, and that's when <laughs> I started really getting involved with uh, goalie coaching because um, oh, so you got in coaching right away too? I got in coaching um, okay. pretty shortly after that, um, just because I have I have the mind for it and for teaching. Yeah, and because back in high school, that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be oh, a, there you go. A, like a, a phys ed teacher. And so, yeah, it uh, it just progressed, and I I so I I well, get on the ice with these kids, and then my friend um, who was who ran the goalie school, um, I just listened to everything he said and I watched movements and I watched feet footwork and I watched yep. these 16 year olds at the time doing the stuff. And I'm like, okay, like I, like I can do that. But yep. it's just, I have to learn. And mm-hmm. so I just, I'd spend a few extra time and I'd have my gear on the ice with the kids to, to try and demo stuff. And, and, you know, we made it known that I was still learning too. And, uh, and I just went along with it and, and, uh, I just, one day it just clicked and, and I'm still not, I'm not NHL caliber. I'm not junior caliber, but I, I can play. You're a good goalie though. I can play. Oh, thank you're you. You're a good goalie. Thank you. I, I think I, you're, I think you're a very good goalie. I can play. And I know that the, there's certain things that over the years I missed playing minor hockey. I would have learned and I still am trying to learn some of that stuff, but I know the game. Well, that's why I was so shook when you said that you didn't start, you didn't play a lick of minor. No. Like, so 
people who haven't seen you play. I didn't know that. I'm very <laughs> shook at that. That's very surprising. So that just is a testament to you put in the time, man. Because yeah. holy cow. You're so, good goalie, one, man. I'll never forget, like one of the first drop-ins I ever went to. Oh, drop-in hockey. One of the draw, first drop-ins I went with Ravi in Richmond. There you go. And it was like a Div 1 drop-in. Okay. I, I threw myself into every situation like that I could. That's a good you, attitude, though. Yeah. You play with you play with the best, so you get better. I have, I have a firm belief that that's a solid mentality. The rub. It's called the rub, the man. Rub. That's the MMA term for it. Yeah. 100%, though. Yeah. That's 100% true. It elevates your thinking because it's faster, it's smarter, it's it's more accurate. It's like, that's the problem. Like, you play with, like let's say, like our team, who's a good skill team. And then I go play with a, a lesser skill team. Well, it's, it's tough. Like, it's tough because on the on the higher level teams, whether you're let's call it one through four in divs, even five, majority of those players know what they're doing. Oh yeah. For the for the most part. Yeah. They may not be the most skilled. Yeah, but they know. But they, they know, what's know going what they're doing. They know where they're shooting the puck. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> Like, they know where they want to put the puck. There's a difference between that and going and playing a lower skill team and a guy thinking he knows where he wants He's the puck to go. He's just shooting and praying. And he goes, I'm going there, and it goes in the complete opposite direction, but he's still looking over there. And I go, what the fuck are you even looking at, man? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm reading your body language, which is telling me one thing. And if you're a good faker, like, you can fake a goalie out. Yeah. So be it. You will, you will lead that goalie to think you're going a certain way. No, no. This is completely different. This is... Some jackass who thinks he knows what he's doing, and he's like, "I'm gonna fake this way, and then I'm still gonna go this way, but I meant to go that way." And I'm like, I, "You flooded the puck." Yeah. Like, what are you, you doing? You literally muffin the puck, and I'm like, "How do I react to that?" Yeah, like, that's tough. It's so frustrating, right? So, but yeah, no, it's it's. I threw myself to the fire right away, mm-hmm. and I just I just learned. I just made myself adapt. Right? Yeah. So. That's, I like that. Yeah, that's kind of where. It sat, and I've been running my own team since I was 18, 19. And okay, so I was gonna ask you then. So DX, yeah. So I came into DX several not years, that long ago, several years in. Like we were, yeah. Like it's I've only been a part of DX for like three, four years. I think DX is DX is a team, yeah. Not the group of guys, but yeah, the, DX the actual is a DX team. Yeah, I think has been around for almost ten years. Oh wow! Okay, right. Pretty pretty close. And now, when did? Because I got in through Kai. Yeah, from so high I, school. Because he's my high school buddy. Yeah, so Kai was work experience at my at Sport Check when I was. Oh, there, there you go. I, Planning ten. I, yeah, I got, I got to know him through work, and yeah. um, he was in sales support is what they called it, which is where they they did all the signage and all that stuff. Basically, the bitch job. I was just gonna yeah. say like, I was like bitch I, patrol, yeah, bitch patrol. <laughs> So, <laughs> guy. Uh, oh, I man. hope you listen to this oh, right now. I'm gonna make sure he listens to this. Uh, but no, he um, he started there, and then eventually they offered him a job. Nice to yeah. work on weekends or whatever. And mm-hmm. he was in footwear for a bit. Okay. Um, which, <laughs> and then he asked for a transfer to Hard Goods, which was like the hockey section and all that stuff. Yeah. And I just got to know him because I had to train him. So unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. Um, so I got to know him over the years and then we, uh, we kind of did lost. He, I think he, he, he bought skates and then quit like the next day or something like that. Oh, that's, um, yeah. So it was like, <laughs> what a guy. He, he left for some reason and, and we didn't talk for probably a, a couple of years. Oh, okay. Um, All right. Just kind of, we randomly, 
I was sending texts though. This is when I was running like weekly drop-ins too. So I was sending sure. send texts. I'm like, hey, I know you used to play. Do you want to come over and drop in? And you know, now we're here today. Like it's. Oh, and he's the best man at your wedding. He's the now. Best man at my wedding. Funny. So, yeah. yeah. So he's, uh, you know, him and I have, have developed a, a great friendship. I consider him and you know his brother and his mom and dad family, and um, and it's, uh, well, he's become he's been re- become really close to me, right? Yeah. So it's it's uh, it's funny how it all, how it all ties in. But yeah, like guys like that. Like I mean, I met Kai through work. Um, I met you through him. I met Franco. Charlie. Charlie. Sorry. Charlie. Well, whatever. Who cares? No, his name's Charlie. His name's Charlie. (laughs) His name's Charlie. uh, (laughs) Charlie. Not Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Charlie and the Secret Garden. Charlie and the Secret Garden. But he... um, The unwritten sequel. The unwritten sequel. (laughs) (laughs) But hockey's funny, though, because it's very unique, like amongst... Well, in, in, in different ways. The the camaraderie on a hockey team is very different than, well, maybe fighting would be, but there's not a lot of amateur fighting. Yeah. But uh, I would say that's probably the only other relationship, <clears throat> you know, uh, between a fighter and his fight camp where you kind of have that very, we're all friends. Like, yeah. that, like that's the thing. And, and most hockey teams like 90% that's that really is the culture of hockey sure. is that you you actually are friends with the guys on your team yeah yeah you know it's it's really interesting and, and like how you, when you were going through talk, like oh this guy this guy you know like I met you through someone through, sure through Kai I and you know and you ran through the list as well there's many guys like that and it's funny because you just don't know Right, you just don't know. I mean, some and some guys can be shitty hockey players, but you're friends with them, and no one cares, right? Yeah, yeah. But and it's funny, and just kind of how that all plays out. So hockey is a very interesting, and it's also man, it's the only sport you can play into your till the day you die, man. Yeah, I play a drop-in Friday nights or did before the pandemic um, at Britannia, and uh, I got in through my friend who got in from his dad. Right. And they're all Asian guys, except for like three of them, me included. And I'm the youngest by like 20 years. <laughs> and it's so much fun. And there's such a great group of guys. Yeah. It's phenomenal playing for them. Yeah. And the goalie is 76? 70s. He's in his 70s. And he's a beauty. And he's so funny. And this guy, man, actually saves... Like stops me every now and then, which is like horrific for me yeah. as an individual. Just crushes me morally <laughs> and spiritually, just at every level. Just like fuck, this guy just stopped me, and then he'll make fun of me. He's, yeah. he knows I should score on him, you know. So it's great. Yeah. But yeah, man, hockey is so interesting in, in just the <clears throat> the way it all kind of plays out. And then the one that we were well, there's also just a, before we get to that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah, yeah. we get to that one, <laughs> 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 that face. We're gonna pan the camera. Oh man! Um, like oh, just by you having you on the team for a couple, like, about a year and a bit now. Well, your dad's playing with us now. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's. it's I go to a, England and I get kicked off the team <laughs> and replaced with the. Well, he stole your jersey for a bit. There he and, did too. How ruthless is and, that? Uh, I think that's you, like I think identity you, I, theft. You got signed in for a few games. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So I did. It worked out okay. Yep. I was uh, negative nine for those three games. <laughs> Dad, 
Jeez. Oh, man. Give it to Charlie. Give me a I few. I was really uh, hoping get, there was going to be those, your welcome uh, in the background. Yeah, there. get those PPGs up. Come on. <laughs> God, it's all about the points oh, per man. game. Come on. But yeah, no, I think the most interesting story of our, our team coming together is uh, is Tam. Yes. And uh, it's because I met Tam on Tinder. <laughs> it's, no, it's, it's, it's not, it's common knowledge. That's fine. Chelsea's like, you <laughs> son of a she can't. She knows the story. Oh yeah, no, no, like, no. This is this isn't a Maury is, situation. Where she's no. like, "What? <laughs> You're the father? <laughs> oh my god! Oh no! Oh man! But yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I met I met Tam on Tinder. Yeah, we, you're having an argument on the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. No. <laughs> you're welcome. No. 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 It's. Uh, I'm not gonna stop till I feel that I've reached a point. Where you guys will argue on the way home. <laughs> that's that's where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna just, I'm just, just keep pushing it. I'm just gonna. But yeah, no, we're it's joking. Uh, we're joking. Yeah, we're joking. But yeah, that's. Well, tell tell the story. Uh yeah, it, I... it's actually it actually is fun. Like as much no, it, I mean, it's, it's funny. It's, it actually it's, is an interesting. Story. Yeah, no, it just it started out with her and I hanging out and got to talking. And the first time I ever actually met her was at the hockey store because she needed new shin pads and classic and. Uh, yeah, it was just like, it just kind of progressed. We hung out, we hung out for a bit, and, and um, dude, we just became really good friends. Yeah. And, um, Only in Canada, though. Yeah. It's so like, funny, man. Because, like, and and it's not, like, weird or anything. I didn't even know this till much later than when you told me the story. I'm like, that is such a, that is so funny. That's a great story. Yeah. But only in Canada. Yeah. Would you have some shit like that? Yeah. But it's, all, yeah. So. It's great. And it, you know what? It's nice to have a girl on the team too. Yeah, it's, it's kind of nice. It's nice to kind but of. But it's also she fits in. Like, but that's what it is. It, it's yeah. you know, it's like, it's kind of nice to have a different and nobody, perspective. And this is you know, this is why I continue to run my own team because mm-hmm. I build the dressing room how I want it to be. Yeah, like I want my team to be a dressing room team. Yeah, yeah. it's great to win games. Yes, I understand. It's beer league. Most of us don't care. Yeah, and that, but it's, it's, beer, it's league. beer league. Yeah, like we go. Whatever. We want to have fun. Yeah. If we lose, we're whatever. pissed off for about five minutes. Then as soon as you get to the dressing room, it's 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 a free for all. Yeah. Like everyone's getting along. Everyone talks to each other. Like look at our group chat. I don't, with the exception of your dad not being in it, because he's old. Yeah. There's an age limit. Yeah. There's an age. Limit. <laughs> we we cut him off. Like it's no. <laughs> but no, he like everybody in that group chat. Can, contributes yeah yeah yeah. at some point it doesn't have to be every day but everybody in that group chat contributes and that's i I can't ask for much more than that like Mm -hmm. that's that's what i want i want that camaraderie to be not like exclusive of anyone right like it's well it transcends the sport that's that's what it is The, the sports the 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 thing that brings us there Right, brings us to the table, but the relationships that you yeah. make with each other—that's what keeps you, you know, sticking around. Right, that's if, where the fun is. Yeah, and if you want you a know? decent segue to that, mm. this is what made wedding planning hard. Oh yes, good segue. Because tell us, Chels. Oh, I can imagine. I know. Would yeah, love I know a ten-person wedding. Yeah, and I love Chels for loving a ten-person wedding. However, respect. However, <laughs> respect. Fact. The guest list is currently at 287. Holy shit. So, and there's... The How many po- imports you bring it in? You should have an import limit. Yeah. <laughs> That's half our guest list. That's right. Um, That's right. No, it's, Three imports per team. It's tough because, like, like I'm Italian. Italian-German. And 
My German side's super small. Yeah, the German side's not the problem. The, the Italian the side's the problem. Italian side's the problem. Are you Southern Italian? You gotta I be. Think it's just like it's. Where are you from? Where, uh, where's it's a very, the f- very small town. Where's the family? Civita from? Nova del Sanio. I don't know where that is. Yeah, it's like Rome. It's like. Because that's sheer, kind of a southern thing. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. just parallel north or south. Okay. Like it's, I, I'd have to look it up again. Yeah. Like I don't look it up enough to know exactly where it is, but. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's, it's like, you well, if you invite this person, you have to invite this person. Yeah. If you invite that person, well, you have to invite this person now. And it's like, where do you draw the line? So we had to like, my parents basically had to draw the line in the sand. And they're like, okay, we're, they did. <laughs> she, she's in the background. Just they just did like, draw the line. Her she's like, no lines were drawn Chelsea, ever. Fair, that wedding could have gone to 500 people if we didn't draw the line. Jesus Christ. Man. Well, like, it's, it never was going to happen. Like, I originally was, I originally said the <laughs> yeah, limit was 250. never going to happen. There'd be 700 people at this wedding if you fucking no, you ran loose, no. man. Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. You know what the stupid part was? Is she's dying in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The stupid lying. thing is, is like, family wasn't the hardest thing to cut off. No, it wouldn't be. It'd be, it's, it'd be it's friends. friends. It'd be the friend list. And the problem is like, because my hockey team, for example, gets along so well, I couldn't. It's tough. I couldn't just cut. I couldn't cut Tyler Russell. I couldn't cut... The only, the only like, way you could do it would be I'm going to take one or two guys yeah. from the team, and that's it. Like, that would be the only way... I think if you did that, people wouldn't have an issue with it. Yeah. But the problem is, do you only want to take one or two? No, you don't. You want it... Even if you only wanted to take half, which I'm not saying... There's no gossip going on. Everybody's yeah. good on the team. But even if you wanted to take half, you couldn't do that. I limited from other sources. Like, But that's a good move. I, I, I have like, no secret. I'm a fan of wrestling. My wrestling group, I only have like, well, Mitch is in the wedding party. But the, I have the twins. And then I've got one other person, but the other two or three I don't have. Mm-hmm. But I'm not close with them. Mm-hmm. They're just people I know. Yeah. So it's... I just wanted to make, like, for me, and then the, obviously, like, with the hockey team and the friends, and it's, okay, it's great, that's 16, 17 players from the hockey team, but then it's plus ones. Yeah, yeah, so and you double. Yeah. Like, you can't be, like, <laughs> she's sighing the in the loudest background. sigh ever. <laughs> um, yeah, it's an accurate representation of what it was. So funny. Um, so the problem is that you can't be, like, oh, I'm going to invite, let's say, because you're in my wedding party. Like mistakes have been made, oh, by the way. This guy can't wait. My first <laughs> my text to you was, Can I be a bridesmaid instead? <laughs> yes. And Chelsea's like, Well, you can't be a bridesmaid, so Andrew make him a groomsman. <laughs> oh man. She's like, We'll kill the old Italians if Marcus is a bridesmaid. Oh, I know. It's true. I feel like I would fit in better as a bridesmaid. I think I would. Oh, yeah. That's right up my alley, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's interesting, though, because it's... You're right, though. That's the thing. I mean, 18 turns to 36 real quick. Oh, yeah. And then... Well, that's what, that's I, one I mean, group. That's what I was saying. Then was you like, got I the other group. I can't then. invite one or two friends and say, oh, you're, well, your wife or your partner can come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then be like, okay, well, yours can't. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's not, now there are going to be some that say, no, they'll stay home. Yes, they'll come. Like, it's going to be a mix. There's no doubt. Like, some of them, I know that they don't have wives or girlfriends or relationships, yeah. right? So they can't bring one. But, like, 
or won't bring one because like the, the 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 time of just asking someone to be a date for a wedding mm-hmm. doesn't really happen anymore. No, not really. So, um, although I do like that move, that's a good move. If you're if you're like trying to date someone or you're like trying to get into like a new relationship or you've been dating a while, I don't know. I kind of like that. I like that move. It's it's a big move. It's, it's a, a it's a bold, bold. move. <laughs> it is bold. But I don't know. I kind of like the old fashioned kind of. I don't even know. I that's just like an old school thing to do. Yeah. I, I kind of like it. I've never probably because I just low key wanted someone to ask me to do that. That's fair. Always a bridesmaid. <laughs> Never a bride. Oh my god. But yeah. yeah. Okay, actually, we're gonna take a quick break. That's sure. a good place to <laughs> pause for a second. <laughs> okay. Oh. Quick edits. A pause oh, for a second. Oh my god. That's an edit. Okay, so we're back from a. Ver- <laughs> All right, we're back from the break. We started 30 seconds ago, but that was an edit. So yeah, yeah that was <laughs> that, uh, was, that was me that being was, me. So we had to edit that yeah. so people don't see what I'm really like. Yeah, which <laughs> is a crazy person. You're not gonna find many that disagree with that. Statement. No, I like it. I like being totally insane. Oh, for sure. It's fun. It's way more fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's good stuff. So, um. The clothing is that we want yeah, to go with the no, clothing. We'll go, we can okay, go there. so well, I'll just let you go for it. So sure. you started a clothing brand. <clears throat> yeah, it's something go I've for been, it. Something I've been slowly working on for uh, oh man, probably a better part of three years. Sure. Uh, on and off, mm-hmm. uh, had the idea, didn't have the capital. Had <laughs> yeah. certain concepts. It's always the way it is. Didn't couldn't put pen to paper, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, was trying to figure out the. Logistics. I was trying to figure out um, how to get a message across. Uh, I was trying to figure out um, basically just where I wanted to take it, mm-hmm. and 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 the why. And as you know, how important the why is. Well, um, you need that. Yeah, because you got nowhere to go. Yeah, <laughs> without it. Yeah. So, yeah. so no, you're right. It, it really took me some time to figure out a lot of that stuff. And mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to do something meaningful, and I knew I wanted to do something. Even if it didn't get very big, mm-hmm. um, I just wanted to at least try, and that's kind of my personality. I've always been like that, right? Sorry, so, can you just pull them? I'm sorry again. I just want you to. I want this to be captured, so it should be fine. How's that? That's good. Cool. Yeah. Sorry, I just didn't want you to go and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang out yeah. My hands too quiet, man. No, right. sorry about that. So, keep going. Yeah. So it was. Uh, it basically is a culmination of a few things. Um, I am very interested in um, mental illness within sports, um, as we've seen come through a lot in recent years with CTE and concussion and uh, all that stuff with um, early deaths and and the effects that it's had on people and well, and also guys having substance abuse, yeah, problems, um, just coming to the table like even if they're because ct is a product of the sport but even if they're just coming through they're depressed or they're yeah they have anxiety or some type of diagnosable clinical yeah. illness the the awareness that athletes are 
you know, when they come out and kind of say, oh, you know, I've been Bobby Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby Ryan, you know, I mean, uh, alcoholic, right? Yeah, alcoholic. How old's he? Young guy. Young. Superstar hockey player. Yeah. Took some time away from the team. Came back, scored a hat trick in his first game against the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. But yeah, in sports, and it's one of those things too, people don't talk about it. Mm -mm. And okay, I mean, we're beer league, so that's a different thing altogether. But But the pro guys, yeah. And for the pro guys, you know, it's... It's a bit of stigma there. Sure. There's a bit of stigma there. And it's breaking slowly. And it is, yeah. I mean, but when, it's still uh, bad. Yeah. And it's a problem. It is a problem. And yeah, that's that was the general premise. And then sure. I had to take it and figure out, again, it all takes you back to the why. Mm-hmm. Why do I want to do this? Well, I have suffered depression. Mm-hmm. Not to a high scale degree, but I've had I've gone through some rough times and and it's just about all how you come out of it, right? And there's only a handful of people who know, and now there'll be a bunch more. But no it, one listens. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. continue. Yeah, I so, digress. <laughs> so yeah, just it came down to um, uh, what direction I wanted to go, and I I really am connected, obviously, with hockey, and I really wanted. Uh, the initial concept of the whole thing was to do hockey related. Sure. But I figured after thinking about it for a little while and working on designs and stuff like that, I really, um, I really didn't think that was the right way to go. I, I thought maybe keep it generic. There's so many variables there that I couldn't just focus on one, on one sport. Well, and they're athletes, right? Athletes, yeah. athletes. And I didn't want to single yeah. it out, you know, like yeah, yeah. after thinking about it and just, just because my connection is hockey mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it's going to resonate as well as it should. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it just became uh, kind of over time it, it grew. And I mean, I had to take a couple steps back and go back again and redesign and reanalyze and, and so, yeah, now it's basically like I'm in the process right now of actually redesigning um, like what you see. Like I'm you'll see in the, the video, like I'm wearing the goalie hoodie I designed. Did you say the name of your... uh, No, yeah. Sorry. Not yet. I so just the, wasn't sure. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. The, the clothing line is, is called Awareness Clothing. Like it's spelled A-W-E-A-R, not A-W-A-R-E. Yeah. And I've done that just to tie in the fact that it's a clothing line Mm -hmm. and you're also raising awareness. So I I wanted to manipulate the name a little bit just to have a different meaning. But yeah, so it's, it's, I've gone back to the drawing board a little bit now. Um, I have some time. I think that with a lot of, I have some time (laughs) with a lot of things that are happening right now. I think there's obviously not sports being played right now. So it's not on everyone's mindset at the moment. Um, so I was able to sit, take some time, go back and redesign, um, clothing. So you'll yeah. see once I finish initial mock-ups and everything, I will get some printed and you'll start to see new pictures on the website, which is, uh, Um, and it's, yeah, I'm hoping that once everything settles down, it'll, it'll take off. And, um, I mean, I'm in a unique situations right now where I can, I've actually partnered with, uh, a local company who's been producing uh, poly- 100% polyester face masks. Oh, yes, that's um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I've that. become a distributor. And I I know when I sent out a couple of emails about them to some some manufacturing plants and stuff like that, I, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. simply so helping a, a local company 
distribute. Like I've had a few contacts in the industry and they're trying to help me get the the product out too. And you know, they're, they're reusable, they're washable. Um, that's the biggest thing is that you're not disposing them each time. Um, you take them for an eight hour shift and you take it home, you wash it and you can use it again the next day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, I mean, sustainable. That's the biggest thing is yeah. there's so much in the way of, let's say surgical masks and stuff like that, where you're going through, even if you only go through two a day, you're still throwing them away. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. um, whereas you're, at least with this, they're more expensive, but they're sustainable Yeah, and you can continually use them. And let's be real. This is, this is going to be the norm for a while, for a while. And I think yeah. like they're going to make, uh, you know, travel. Like you're gonna have to wear one. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be mandated, and like, so it's just trying to get again awareness. Well, and it's good to associate your brand with that too, right? So, well, because that's the whole principle behind what you're doing, right? Yeah, for sure. And eventually, I know, like, I've I've talked to a couple of friends who have some influence there as well, and and we've we've gone back and forth on the why, and we've gone back and forth on ambassador style programs too. Uh, where, you know, you can get some, di- you get discounts on the clothing, uh, you know, you promote it for us, give you a discount code for your friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, and just hopefully that, you know, you slowly build a name for yourself. With mental illness in particular, there still is obviously the stigma in different pockets, like athletes, yeah. there's different <clears throat> challenges associated with that, but simply, okay. T- I don't know. To me, money on the hierarchy of making a difference probably at the very bottom yeah i mean okay if you're talking billions or trillions right okay my theory kind of goes goes away but the discussion simply just having the discussion and putting the ideas out there and just getting people talking to me that is what makes the most difference Mm -hmm. you know because in order to change social perception social norms um yeah, you can do it on the grand scale, but if you don't have access to large numbers of people, right? Yeah. You have to do it one person at a time and yeah. go from there. So with the brand that you're that you're uh, running with now, I mean, just talking about it on the cast here. Yeah. You know, hopefully is just enough to kind of get people thinking and and talking a little bit more about those types of challenges. Absolutely. So and that's all you can ask for, right? And I'm glad that you're doing that. Awesome. Yeah. Well, keep us updated too. Absolutely. Because I know, you know, we we talk all the time, so yeah. we'll we'll stay in in contact with that too. Absolutely. And and keep people posted on on updates for that. So. Sounds good. Yeah. Great. Anything. I got. We're not done. No. But anything. No. Um, like we've we gonna, didn't cover or anything that you wanted to I get think we've through. We've gone through most of our working list. I think, okay. Uh, I think it's. Uh, Chelsea think of anything no good talk so i got a story for you people oh, let's go holy <clears throat> shit okay actually sorry <clears throat> really quick so i've been i have an ongoing list of podcast topics so for people who don't already know i don't really i just show up i have a, i think about things i work a little differently so i mull things over um but i don't I, i'm a little bit i don't write i don't take notes yeah <laughs> but i've been i've been doing that a bit more lately i got a f- notes folder on my phone so i just kind of put different things on there 
Save it for a rainy day. Yeah. So I'm going to read it. I can read a few. Actually, one of them's really good. It was interesting. So um, I recently got Snapchat. No, you can't have my Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't already have it, you ain't getting it. <laughs> So, but it was an interesting conversation. So sexting inevitably came up. So I thought, so I had a a long discussion, multi, multi hour uh, conversation with my better half. She's so much better than me. (laughs) So yeah, we had a good discussion about that. So I got that on the list. Uh, Is sexting cheating? That's a good discussion. For couples who haven't had that discussion, have that discussion. That's such an important... And it's funny, with the pickup book, one of the things that they covered, which I thought was so important and something easily you can easily forget, don't assume your partner thinks a certain way right. about anything. Right. Now, obviously, if it's something small and trivial, who cares it's small and trivial? But something like sexting... Is that cheating? Is that considered cheating? Is receiving them a problem? Is sending them a problem? People need to have that conversation. But uh, yeah, so I got that on the list. Um, I have appreciating women dressing up. This was like a 10-minute rant that I did because uh, I don't even know how it happened. I just found we this idea just came up and I was just trying to make her laugh. So I just kept going with it. <laughs> But it's like, if you think about it, right? If you think about it. Yeah. Think of all the things women do to get, do you know what I do? I wake up. That's it. I get up. Yeah. That's what I do to look presentable. Yeah. That's about the, le- uh, maybe do something with my hair. Yeah. Even then it still looks like shit. <laughs> Who gives a crap, right? Like even then think about, think, think of the money. Think how much money women spend. Think of like, they, they paint their eyelashes. Who does that, man? <laughs> like, think of that. That's how much they want to look good for us, that they will paint their friggin' eyelashes. That's dedication, man. I think you gotta appreciate that shit. Oh, yeah. I don't really. That's why it's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are your thoughts on that, babe? Oh, man. No, we're gonna go to the next topic. No, next topic. <laughs> next topic. Uh, uh, does a notch list matter? We've had this conversation. Yeah, I wrote that down. So you guys, you guys yeah, know that one. We had that but that's a good one. Think about that, listeners. That's a good topic. Does a notch list matter? And, and I never really thought about it till. And for the people who aren't actually sure what he's talking about, here, <laughs> yes, yes, he, he's talking uh, the proverbial notch on the bedpost. Yes. Uh, so how many people the... you have bedded? As as you were polite way of saying it. Yeah, so that's an interesting one. Yeah, that's an interesting, interesting, very interesting talk. I don't know about that one. That one, I'm having a lot of fun thinking about because it's just kind of. Oh, it could be interesting in so many ways. Yeah, I like the relationships. I'm I've always just been so interested in that stuff, so I I like thinking about that. But yeah, I don't know. What's your opinion? You got an opinion? Uh, If you don't, that's okay. I don't think it matters. Like, I, unless it's ridiculous yeah i think there's, there's, there's a point i think it's more the only reason i care is just uh, safety that's I, kind of i it. think there's a correlation between personality and that list well yeah that's true too though because <clears throat> you and i can both think of people yeah 
that <laughs> that and you stare at me like it's a, we can all think of people that we Marcus. i'm not talking about you no you're a good kid surprisingly uh, good it, you know it's funny that's always people have always uh that was my thing yeah where people are like oh like you like this and I'm like, no, <laughs> like I'm not actually. Yeah. It's funny what people think. Well, who gives a fuck what people think of you? But yeah. it's funny what people think of other people in certain contexts. And based off assumptions for the most part. And based off of assumptions and just fucking nothing. Yeah. That's the other thing. Just of based one, off, off one, of, of nothing. Off one thing they could have possibly heard. Hearsay. Hearsay. All hearsay. My number's low. Yeah. It's low and I'm happy it's low. Yeah. And I'm good about that. I'm not going to tell you what it is. No. 47 but yeah. <laughs> low that's low right that's low yeah. yeah no it's not 47 you ran out of bedpost good thing there's three more <laughs> oh man yeah but yeah no no it's it's true it's it's yeah i think again i think it's again it's all relative well you know what's funny you know with the notch list thing we're gonna take a quick quick pause Okay, sorry for the interruption. That was actually a good interruption. That was just yeah. our neighbor um, dropping off a uh, couple of beers because I was doing some yard work for them. So that was that, that was, was quite nice, actually. Yeah, was, so that was a good interruption. Yeah. Although we heard the knock at the door and like, mother <laughs> <laughs> God, fuck. Quick edits, quick edits. Quick so. edits, yeah. All good. That's a nice, that's a good interruption. So I'm good with that. So yeah, so this story that I've just been milking for like 37 minutes. <sighs> More than that. Okay. So this was a, this was a, my girlfriend had a bad day today. So she's staying at my flat right. in London, uh, Guilford. So her morning started, she made a smoothie and I've done this before. So I felt awful. Um, so the blender part, the blade twist it in right. to secure it right problem with this blender is that you can kind of it can look secure and it can operate but it's not locked in so she made this honking smoothie full lifts it out of the thing and all over the floor so that was the start to her day now that's not the that's not the story that's just the <laughs> setup this is how shitty her day is. Oh no. Or was. So I um and there's a there's a bigger discussion at the end of it cuz it's it's pretty fucked. So she so she's like, "Okay, so I went for a walk and there's this really well you you guys know. So yeah. when you go out the back, there's this river. We got a nice yeah. river view from the um yeah, river view from the uh <laughs> from the apartment. And so if you go if you turn right, there's a path Goes all the way down the river, goes pretty far down into town, whatever. You can go left as well. And um, so she goes right. So it's about eight o'clock, uh, sunny out, nice. People are walking around, people are cycling and stuff. So it's not like she's alone, no humans in sight. Like there's other foot traffic, not a lot, but there's foot traffic. Yeah. Guildford's a fucking ghost town too. Yeah. I mean, especially right now, it's, it's yeah. a college town. So, you know, there's not many people there besides locals. So and trap students so uh she gets kind of far down she gets to uh she walks under this bridge there's lots of these bridges going over the trails right yeah and uh i know who this person is and there's literally like four homeless people in guilford 
but they're pr- they're in pretty bad shape. Like they're significant, like meth or crack. Oh, like man. no, yeah. we're like we're talking hardcore shit. Yeah, yeah. And you know they just look like you know a downtown East Side special. So she walks. So she sees this guy, kind of suddenly. So she's walking. I guess he's kind of around a corner. So she couldn't see him, and she sees this guy and. My girlfriend's small, like she's not big. Uh, she's like five four, right? Um, she's pretty good though. Like she knows some jujitsu. Like she can choke me out. It's pretty good. I'm like here. Here's a rear naked choke, and I would hate to. Yeah, she almost. I almost passed out. She got a good grip. <laughs> I was. I was starting to. I tapped. I was starting to fade. I'm like, oh shit. She's stronger than I thought. <laughs> choking me out. Devil on her legs. Choking oh, me out. Um, so yeah, there's that. So she sees this guy and she said like, so like right away she saw him and she's like, oh, this dude's tweaking. Like he was talking to himself and like doing the twitch and, you know, just rough, rough shape. This fucking guy, I'm not bullshitting, chased her. Like this happened today. This was today. This guy, literally, she, so she said she's walking. She gets past him, and he's kind of muttering to himself. And I guess he, she could tell, like, something's yeah. not right. And this guy gets up and starts, like, not running, but fast walk. Yeah. Like, very aggressively trying to get after her. So she takes off, and it seemed like he sped up. Like, it wasn't like she just took off, and he's like, oh, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, he actually pursued her for a bit. Like, she managed to get away from this guy. Yeah, yeah. But this guy actually, like, tried to chase her down. And God only knows. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, you know, it's funny. Because I, I, I had this conversation with her not that long ago. I'm like, I really don't envy you women. I'm like, you fucking people have it so hard. Guys are so lucky in so many ways that we just don't think about. Mm. And that is one of those things where it's like, would we ever, we might would have, that we, ever we happen? Might, we might have the same guy chase us. Well, <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. But also here's the thing. It's like, if I, if it was me in that situation, yeah. right. And okay. I don't ever want to fight anybody ever in a street fight. No, man. No, no. you're going to get knifed or shot or some stupid shit is going to happen to you. Yeah. I don't want, and I don't want to hurt anybody. But <laughs> if it was me and I'm and, I, and running was not an option in my head, I'm going, well, I guess I'm killing someone for the first time today. Like that, <laughs> like that is the mindset you have to. But when someone's yeah. when someone's in that state of mind, it's like, well, I guess I'm going to have to fucking pull his head off. You know, yeah. that's what we got to do today. But we at least but we're. F- we could take them, maybe. Although, yeah, who knows? I'm pretty sure they got like superhero meth strength yeah. or whatever. But the fear is nowhere near no. the same type of shit. And, you know, we're like, I'm not big. I mean, yeah, you're yeah. bigger than me, but, you know, no, we're fatter we're, than you. <laughs> There's a difference, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where I killed Marcus. And this is see you later. Podcast is over. Go off on a high note. <laughs> but, but we don't have to worry about that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's no, something that we 
okay, we still would have, okay, if it was me, I would be, I would be eyeballing that guy from a mile sure, away. Absolutely. I would spot that guy. Yeah. And, but I'm paranoid and street smart and psycho and that's fine. Yeah. But for someone like her, it's like, like that was just like, she just went out for a walk. Yeah. In Guildford. Yeah. Which we've, like Chelsea, I've been to. It's quiet. It's super quiet. Small, quaint little area. <laughs> and it's like, and this is just like, yeah, it's just an average Sunday, I guess. And it's like, but then you think about it and it's like, and, and sorry, I don't mean to say that I don't envy women. It's like, a, like that, it sucks. Like there's just things yeah. that it's unfair and yeah. it's bullshit yeah. that women just have to worry about things that we just don't have to. And like the other big ones, you know, obviously sex crime related. Sure. You know, when we go to a club or <laughs> we don't go to clubs, but if we're ever in situations like that, <laughs> are you constantly worried about your, are you constantly worried about your drink getting spiked? Probably not. No. You should be a bit worried. Sure. Cause that happens to guys too. So yeah. it's not like you can just be like, Oh, you know, la di da, but not like women, not like that type of, yeah, it's just different and it's fucking shit. Yeah. I mean, it's just really shitty, but it's like, yeah, like that was just like a thing that happened today. That's crazy. And then she's like, yeah, like, I don't even know. Like, I don't know what he would have done if he would have caught me. Like, would he have done something to me? Would he have just let me go? And I'm like, don't even go don't, there. Yeah, don't even go. Don't there. even go there. I'm like, for all you know, it could be like a GTA thing where like you hold L1 and R <laughs> and the dude's got a fucking bazooka. And then he's going to handgun the next minute. You know, it could be one of those situations. <laughs> you know, you don't know, right? But it's just one of those things. Like, for all you know, the dude was hallucinating that she sure. was a, a three-headed yeah. dog or something. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, thank God you got away. Like, what the hell? Yeah. That's insanity. It's brutal. Insanity. It's brutal, man. So, yeah. So, that that happened today. I'm sure people are like, oh, what's this story going to be? And it's like, I hope I ruined everybody's day. But... <laughs> depressing psych horrible story <clears throat> no but you know what i mean i brought it up because i thought yeah yeah it the dis the like we were talking about earlier like the yeah. greater discussion is important sure. because people I, and guys are i think pretty guilty of this not you or us but i yeah. think we do a pretty good job of trying to be a little more aware yeah but i don't think guys appreciate the advantages that they have definitely in some areas where it's just that's just a norm like we we're talking like we we're even joking like about how much makeup costs yeah right yeah. like that's a that's we don't worry about that like it's just lots of these little things but then when you kind of step back and look at it it's like man we got a good yeah we got a good that's why you gotta step up too right you know, you got to step up and, and be, yeah. Look, I know. At her, look at her face. I know, I know, the I know. smug look on I her know. face right now. I know, I love it. <clears throat> but no, I think it's a good point because you know what? I think. No, it's true. With anything, we are very quick to just kind of maybe not value the positives that we have. Yeah. Just in general, especially now, right? Given the Corona thing. Yeah. yeah you know, I sure. think it's one of those things like you don't realize how nice it is to be able just to go have a beer at a friend's house. Like that's a luxury that a lot of people would, you know, kill for right sure. now. Sure, Absolutely. I think the moral of the story is, you know, just kind of 
to yourself or with other people. Have a little discussion. Yeah. Think about some things that you're you're thankful for and and you know how you can. Well, we take a lot of things for granted as, as, we a, do. as, as a human race. We let do. alone individually, yeah. right? We're a throwaway. We're a throwaway <laughs> society. You know, definitely, and it seems like that kind of is increasing. I mean, social media doesn't help. No. You know, it's it's all folk, uh, fake, phony. Kind yeah. of. And, and then if it's not hot, it's gone, right? We forget. Yeah. Like I was even thinking about that with music. Oh yeah. When's the last time you heard Lil Nas on the radio? Biggest song of all time, right? On on the charts and whatnot. Yeah. How long ago? Like last summer or more recent. Like when when did that song come out? When did it come out? I think it was the end of last year. End of last year. No. Roughly. Maybe like 2019 though. Fall last year. Yeah, 2019. Right? 2019. Yeah. When's the last time you heard it? When when it first came out, could you go anywhere without hearing it? No. You couldn't no. go 7 minutes without hearing literally. it. Literally. And Just it's like playing every third song. Th- you know, literally a few months later, pff, gone, forgotten. Appreciate the things that you got and take stock of things and, and think of things differently too. Yeah. Think about things from someone else's perspective and make the most of what you have too. Absolutely. Don't just sit on it and be an ass. <laughs> yeah. Take advantage and, and, and by take advantage, I mean, make a difference. If you have an idea, I mean, that's what I hope this podcast does. I kind of hope it gets people thinking about things and sure. exposes them to different ideas and people they wouldn't normally be doing it. But I think that's how you describe, you know, your clothing. Yeah. Right. You yeah. you have something unique that you're bringing to the table, that you're trying to find the the absolute best way to maximize the positive result for yourself and the community around you. Yeah. Which exactly. I think more people need to be doing, and I think you know what I think people are pretty. I think it seems like people are doing a decent job at it though. It does seem like it. It kind of you know trying to be a bit more. Maybe it's just I just maybe I just surround myself with better people. That's probably what it is. But yeah. either way, you know, yeah. get out there yeah, and, and sure. make something positive of what you got. And uh, don't go running by yourself down by the river. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. That's an edit. That's an edit. That's an edit. That's an edit. Man, but that's crazy though. Crazy stuff. So always be street smart. Look out for shit. Yep. Take care of yourself. Take care of the people around you. Absolutely. And uh, try and do something positive. Absolutely. It's a good spot to end it. Yep. How you doing? How was good. that? Was Everything good. good? Yeah. It was fun. It was. That was fun. It's, it's nice fun. to kind of relax a little bit more too. Sure. Absolutely. Need it every once in a while. Yeah. Hopefully we got a few. Gave a few laughs out that's there for the hope, people. Right. So anyway. If not, we laughed. We laughed, and this is free. So yep, there you go. You know what? <laughs> you get what you get. <laughs> so anyway, thanks for tuning in, yep. and uh, yeah, enjoy yourselves, everybody. See you later.